Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, a tough initiation for Samoa at the Women's Rugby World Cup in France. And the Papua New Guinea Hunters season goes on the line. But first, another Commonwealth Games has come to a close with weightlifting the undisputed star performer for Pacific countries. All eight medals won by the region's athletes came from the one sport. Papua New Guinea led the way with two golds, making for a very happy chef de mission, Emma Waiwai. I suppose I'm really happy with the results we got from weightlifting. Two Commonwealth goals in, in one game is a very big achievement. The first time it's ever happened, so I'm really proud about that. Not only that, but um, Dika, um, now the Commonwealth Games record holder in the 53 kilogram division. So you know, that's a very, very big achievement for us, for her and for the sport of weightlifting. Um, also, the other weightlifters, they all finished in the top 10. And so that's, you know, that's a big achievement. In terms of the other sport, athletics, we, on the, in the track event, I think we, comparing us with the other island countries, we, we stand a very good chance for next year. And, and that is probably one of the reasons why we decided to send a big contingent to these games. Because one of the things also was that we brought this team here to prepare them for next year, the 2015 games. And I'm hoping that this preparation is that 10 out of the 11 sports that had these games will put them in good standing next year. Both are gold medals in quite contrasting circumstances because you had Stephen who went in, I guess, with a lot of expectation on him as, as perhaps a favourite and, and flag bearer and Commonwealth champion, um, and ultimately he delivered. Although you know there was a bit of controversy over that uh, that, that uh, final <laughs> final lift yeah. there, of course. But um, you know the gold medal is, is is a gold medal, whereas you know Deka initially is silver, and I think she was very happy with that, having come back into the fold, and then obviously what transpired after that, and then you had to wait around, and I guess not try and get your hopes up and, and let the process happen. So, um, you know, certainly quite contrasting circumstances for those medals. Yes, definitely. Um, but, you know, a gold is a gold, and I suppose we're, we're, you know, we're really satisfied with what we got. I mean, in Dika's, in Dika's situation, you know, I, I feel for that young girl. You know, she's really young. It's, I know it's it's quite um, humiliating for her, and I wouldn't even want any other athletes to be in that same position. But I believe Dika came here to win that goal, and for her to get it, I think it's a big achievement there. Yeah. It doesn't bother you or doesn't concern you that, you know, not having been able to stand up on the day as on the day that it happened, that, that didn't diminish it from Dika or PNG's perspective? You, you're happy enough that ultimately the gold was awarded? Initially, I was upset because I believe that Dika should have won that goal, but you know we can't we can't complain. And and now that we have it, we're still happy that she's been recognised and you know rewarded for for her achievement. And as you touched on, Emma, next year is a, a very big focus for Team PNG. Of course, you're hosting the Pacific Games in Port Moresby, so a lot of what these athletes experience in Glasgow is a, is a chance to. Obviously, it's a bigger competition, but it's a chance to you know uh, get a bit of a, a build up towards next year's games, which is obviously very important for for your team and and for your country. Um, where do you think uh, Team PNG stands leading into that event now? Going by what we achieved in in New Caledonia, we finished in the top three, and so we we want to finish in the top three as well. 
but the government is telling us we need to be number one. So, you know, if we can achieve that, well, all, you know, it's all good and well. The home crowd behind us, you know, we will achieve what the people of PNG want, want us to achieve. That's the Papua New Guinea chef mission, Emma Waiwai. The other Pacific gold medalist was Kiribati lifter David Katoatau, who created history by winning the country's first ever Commonwealth Games medal in the men's 105 kilogram division. Chef de Mission Mata Yetzes says the country's success has been a long time coming. We concerned for him winning the gold medal and this um, game. Are you giving Danny uh, the problem that uh, we expect also a medal from him, but maybe because of the crowd or you're nervous or something? Because, you know, the muscles are not <laughs> very well that time then. But uh, yeah, at this time, yeah, we're really confident on him and we. I'm already informed by some coach in the, in the studio and Nomea, and that's why we're really hoping and we all of us um, keep our fingers crossed when we are in during the, the, the competition. David, he's, he's 30 years old, so he's not young. He's, he's been around. He's, he's been to a Delhi Commonwealth Games before, so he's, he's been the Kiribati flag bearer twice now. What was different this time, do you think? Why, why the gold medal... In Glasgow, but not before. Why has he been improving? Oh, yeah, maybe because he he got um, it's been untrained, by, and it's been like um, I'm believing that because of, we've been spending a lot for him, um, staying in the institute, and he got to um, do his best. All of our Kiribati people, I'm uh, hope is on him because we know that he can do it. So that's the main thing that uh, maybe because we've been hoping and we've been expecting something from him because we've been spending a lot on him. I mean, and he's been away from his family or this, for this, only for this um, training. And that's why maybe in this um, class for 2014 is uh, the time for him. And what does this result, what does this victory mean for the people of Kiribati, for your country? You know, our Kiribati is uh, a small island. We don't have like like better, uh, bigger countries that they have something to reward to our the TFC, but uh, all of Kiribati and people are so proud of him and congratulate him for his um, lifting and play. And even though um, he lifted uh, the gold medal and now flag raised the end, national anthem was um, on during the the game. I'm hoping that our government can consider this one for our, for the future for our happies like David Maybe we have. Uh, and there's an opportunity for him that he can be one of the sport officers or maybe a coach back home in the future. That's the Kiribati shift mission in Glasgow, Mata Yetzis. Still with the Commonwealth Games, and Samoa failed to repeat their golden performances from Delhi four years ago, but still won silver medals for sisters L.A. and Mary Opilonga, while Vaipava Ioani picked up a bronze. Nauru lifter Ite Detenimo repeated his silver medal effort from the Delhi Games, while Fiji marked their return to the Commonwealth fold with a bronze medal to Apollonia Vaivai. But it's not all about standing on the dais. The Norfolk Island delegation will return home empty-handed, but Chef Mission Mel Tarrant says it's still been a successful event, especially in bowls. Qualified in three quarterfinals, one in the singles ladies, one in the pairs ladies, and um, the fours men. So uh, it'll happen in the next round, but um, it was very, very um, good for us. In terms of what your expectations were going in, uh, be it medals or performances, um, did you achieve what you wanted to? We thought we had a chance with the medals. It, uh, it had a medal for uh, in the bowls, but we got to the quarterfinal, and then anything can happen. It's a tough competition from there on, and um, 
Yeah, I think it was bad. It was just a bit unlucky. You um, struck the New Zealand player twice in one day, which, you know, it's a bit tough when that happens. And plus, big rainstorm came, and it's a real evener that way too. And, it, um, yeah, it was hard for both of them. And um, just uh, New Zealand maybe came out on top. But, um, yeah, we had big hopes for her. But she, she did very, very well. I mean, we're not disappointed at all, you know. To get to the quarterfinals is great. And she did it twice. She was in the fairs as well. And uh, it, it certainly seems that there's, you know, there's two or three sports that, you know, the Pacific Island countries, uh, the Oceania countries do seem to do very well at. Uh, obviously, weightlifting's where the Pacific got all their medals. And lawn bowls, you know, you mentioned there that you thought you were a chance for a medal there. I know a number of the countries in the region also, you know, cited lawn bowls as, as one where they believed they could do well. Yeah, too. I think um, in the singles, they qualified for the quarters as well, in the ladies' singles, um, and they went out too. But, yeah, they all... All out a go, and um, that's what it's all about. Giving their best, and um, I believe that's what what we have done, especially in all sports. Not just lawn bowls. We had doubles, um, men's doubles squash. Um, they had three very hard games. They had a game against New Zealand and Australia and um, Singapore, I think it was. So they had a lot of um, tough games, you know, in their pool. So um, it's just luck of the draw and and all that. And then we had badminton. They were ahead of the. The games, everyone um, really loved them. They um, it was the first first competition for them, and um, they did really really well. Um, the men got a standing ovation at the end of their game, on their last game, and um, it was terrific for them. That's the Norfolk Island chef mission at the Commonwealth Games, Mel Tarrant. Poor discipline has proved costly for the Samoa women's rugby team in their opening two matches at the Rugby World Cup in Paris. The Manusina were thrashed 65 points to 3 by England in their first pool match before a 42 to 7 drubbing by Canada four days later. Fullback Sateria Pulamu was sent off in the first game for a dangerous tackle, while two other players have received yellow cards. Head coach Iwini Lale Famoina admits discipline is letting the team down, but says he is seeing progress. Things have improved, you know, with um, our defence and that. So uh, obviously there were some areas on our defence from the, the game against the English considering we were down a player or two in that throughout the game. A big improvement. It's quite a big ask in that when you know, you're know you playing one of the top teams in, the, in world rugby at the moment. In terms of the things that you asked of your players after the England game, I know one of the things you obviously were touching on was discipline. There was another yellow card. There was also one for the Canadians. Um, did that concern you? It's just one of those unfortunate things where... A player was lying on our side of the ruck, and as you do, sometimes you're going to ruck them to get that player out and clear your ball on there, but um, the referee saw it uh, differently and then uh, penalised our player. The main thing is, is that discipline will always be an important part that players need to um, stay level-headed and you know, keep that calmness in there to ensure that we don't give you know silly penalties away and also um, simbining as well. I guess that one's one of those 50-50 ones, isn't it, where obviously you feel the players in the way and slowing down the ball, and in an ideal world you'd want the referee to penalise the player for being in that position, but uh, if they don't, you feel the need to take it into your own hands, and I guess uh, it can go either way sometimes. Yeah, yeah, well, it's exactly that. Unfortunately, um, our player got the yellow card. But as you say, any improvements uh, on the Canadian game? Uh, Defence, um, where do you still believe you need work, though? Obviously, a huge game against Spain coming up in a few days. Especially after today, and then obviously we'll, we'll need to try and recover leading into the game against Spain. Um, obviously, with these uh, three, four-day turnarounds, and that is quite a big ask. Um, our last 
three test matches now we've played the teams that are ranked number one, number two and number four in world rugby and that so um, it has been quite a difficult task for our ladies and that but you know they, they show true heart and uh, character and that to keep fighting right to the very end. Hopefully that fighting spirit and making sure that we get them to recover well will um, hopefully uh, come for a win against the Spanish on uh, this coming Friday. One that you're reasonably familiar with, having been a part of that qualifying tournament last year in, in Madrid, I think it was. Um, you didn't actually play them, but you know they topped the table there and had some very dominant victories. So I imagine you would have had a chance to see them, you know, close up, you know, firsthand. You know, obviously there was a team to beat at that um, qualifying uh, tournament in that, um, back in April last year. So obviously they they pose threats all over the place, and that we'll uh, be trying to look at. Um, ways of how we're going to try and neutralise those threats and hopefully uh, play some rugby ourselves in that and hopefully get the win um, that we are desperately after. <laughs> Coming up against a team that perhaps you could say is, is more at your level, obviously, you know, you've touched on the fact that you've played one, two and four in the world, so that's a, a really massive challenge. Does that allow you to take a different approach into this game in terms of tactics or, or, yeah. or how you want to play the game? Probably may tweak a few things, obviously, um, we still need to uh, improve on things like our set pieces and that. You know, um, obviously we want to try and provide our our backline with some good front football. So uh, yeah, we'll be looking at um, like slight tweaking um, of of our game plan, but otherwise not a lot's going to really change in that, um, especially with these short turnarounds. And uh, Ueni, uh you didn't have Sateri Apulamu, uh for the game against Canada, obviously, after the red card in the opening match. Um, yeah. Is there any um, further progress on whether you chose to appeal or whether she'll be available for the last game? Not at this stage. Unfortunately, I don't, don't really have anything um, at this stage to comment on, on in regards to that, sorry. OK, and uh, what about injuries? Any any worries amongst the girls? You mentioned, uh, I guess, the bodies are probably a bit battered after two games in, in short succession, but will everybody else be uh, free and available for that final group match? There are a few niggles here and there, and there but um, hopefully um, with uh, the recovery time uh, that we give them tomorrow and possibly the day after, hopefully um, yeah, we'll get a better picture and see who's rearing to go, and um, hopefully the rest of the team will be um, all fresh and, and good to go on um, this coming Friday. That's the Samoa women's rugby coach Iwini Lale Famuina. The Papua New Guinea Hunters rugby league team are calling for a bumper crowd to turn out for their final Queensland Cup home match of the season, a must-win clash against the Ipswich Jets on Saturday. The Hunters are on a three-match winning streak in Kokopo, but are still three points behind the fifth-placed Jets, who currently fill the final playoff position. Head coach Malcolm Aram says they have everything to play for. It's going to be a tough one at home and... Uh... Yeah, it's just getting towards the end of the season now, so we're really desperate for those points, both teams, so it's going to be a tough match, yeah. Coming off the back of four losses, how crucial has this home period been? You've now won three in a row. This is the final match of a home stretch, as you say, before you have to head off to Australia again for your couple of final round-robin matches. Um, how crucial has this home period been? I think it's uh, really crucial. I think uh, those four games that we, we lost, we needed those points, but anyway, we, we, we get back to... Uh, uh, winning track with three home games already, so we just have to uh, concentrate on this game. Uh, our goal is to win all our uh, remaining games in order for us to probably just sneak into the top five. Our focus now is on this uh, weekend's game against the uh, Ipswich Jets, which is uh, going to be a tough one because uh, uh, I understand they had a big win at home as well, so before coming up, so confidence within their team and in their camp probably be higher as well, so yeah. 
Ipswich are of course one place above you in that fifth position. They did beat you earlier this season, so if you can beat them, it's a bit of a bit of a revenge, if you will, and, and then also uh, it'll close that gap on fifth place to just one point. That's right. Yeah, they, 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 we still out of the top five by uh, three points, so we can close this down this weekend. We'll be good, and then we expect uh, some miracles to probably uh, come up and one of those two uh, other top teams probably lose their games two in a row, and that should create a way for us, but that's... We still have to win all the remaining games, even our away games, and we got one by there, so yeah. When you reflect on the season so far, Michael, uh, your first campaign with the PNG Hunters in the Queensland Cup, uh, what do you think about where the team is now compared to where they were at the start of the season? I think there's a lot of improvement across the board uh, in terms of uh, players. It's, uh, the, the amount of experience they've already uh, gained out of uh, all these games that they've played, I think uh, most of them have probably may played more than 10 games each and uh, together, uh, even though we had a squad of 23 left and uh, we, we had to struggle with injuries and issues with the uh, local uh, domestic competition here, not allowing other players to come in and join us. But yeah, I think it's been seen as one of the big improvements in the players in terms of how they defend, their defensive uh, plays, attacking plays and stuff like that. So, but as a team, I think, uh, yeah. From round after five games until uh, up to uh, the last game we played, I think just improvement all, all over the park when within the team, yeah. And uh, in terms of this weekend's game on Saturday uh, against Ipswich, uh, I think uh, you guys are hoping for you know five or 6,000 people to turn out. Um, what do you need to improve on? And uh, where do you see Ipswich's uh, biggest threats? The Jets have got talented players all, all over the park. Yeah, I think uh, all we have to do is probably control our game and, and make sure... We play according to, to, to our uh, game plan. Yeah, defence needs to be uh, up there. They are a good attacking side, but uh, if we don't give them much ball to play with, then, then we control the game a bit more. And uh, make sure we slow the, uh, their forwards down and make sure the completing sets each time. I think the ball position will be really crucial during this game, yeah. After this weekend, the Hunters round off their season with away matches against the Wynum Manly Seagulls and South's Logan Magpies before a bye in the final round. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.